The following teaching is possible thanks to the friends and partners of Spirit and Truth Fellowship International. You know, I have lots of people ask me if the Bible supports the death penalty. Bottom line, it does. The Bible strongly supports the death penalty. Now, at first you might think about it and say, that seems contradictory. I thought God loved life. (laughs) That's the point. God loves life. You know, the death penalty strongly affirms the value of life. The death penalty says there is nothing that can take the place of a life that if somebody steps up, for example, and takes the life of another person or destroys the life of another person. God, God doesn't say, oh, well, you know, your life, your, your dad or your life is ruined, but this person here can pay for it by just spending some time in jail. The death penalty says there is nothing more valuable than life. And God says, when I created life, I made it to be of supreme value so that if somebody takes that away, the only thing that will repl- would, would atone for that in any way is the death of that individual, the death of that evil person. So the death penalty strongly affirms the value of life. And death, the death penalty is actually a form of self-defense. When you think about it, the Bible allows for self-defense, and the Bible allows for self-defense along three lines. The first is national self-defense. Some other nation comes and attacks our nation or some other nation, and that other nation goes to war. And in that war, people die. National self-defense, war, is allowed. Personal self-defense is allowed. You know, you're walking down the street and somebody comes at you with a knife or a gun to kill you or to to molest you in some way. You are allowed to defend yourself even if it means the death of that other person. That's personal self-defense. That's certainly a part of the biblical revelation, part of the Bible. Well, the death penalty is social self-defense. Here's a person who's killed someone, so now that person or destroyed their life, that person is not able to defend themselves, so the society takes over and says, we're not going to allow this to happen, and the society defends itself. And that's the death penalty. It's actually social self-defense. If the death penalty seems to be so clear from God's perspective, why is there confusion about it? And that's a great question. And the answer is really because of one verse, for the most part, in one version, which is the King James Version. And that is the Sixth Commandment of the Ten Commandments and the way it's translated in the King James Version in the book of Exodus, in the 13th verse, thou shalt not kill. And people grab a hold of that one verse, ignore the rest of the Bible, but by golly, they'll grab that one verse and decide there. See, God says don't kill, so there shouldn't be a death penalty. We, God deserves better than that from us. God deserves better than that from us. We need to be able to read and understand his intention better. First of all, Thou shalt not kill, the word kill in 1611, the Hebrew word 
is Ratzak, and it means murder. And all the modern versions recognize this. Holman Christian Standard Bible, do not murder. The ESV, you shall not murder. The New American Standard Bible, you shall not murder. The NIV, you shall not murder. The New King James Version, you know, the updated King James Version, you shall not murder. The New Revised Standard Version, you shall not murder. Even the Tanakh, the, the Jewish translation into English of the Hebrew Scriptures, you shall not murder. You and I need to read and understand the whole Bible. We just can't grab onto a verse in Exodus in one version that was done more than 400 years ago and decide that the Bible says thou shall not kill. Look, when God tells us to, that there's a death penalty and we should execute criminals, one of the first things he does is he starts right in Genesis and says that we should do it. By the way, if, if I'm right in what I'm teaching you, that there is a death penalty. The death penalty is part of Scripture. As the way I worded it was that the Scripture strongly supports the death penalty, then we ought to see it in more than one verse. And we do. If we start right in Genesis chapter 9. Now this is after the flood. So now after the flood of Noah, mankind has been wiped out. Noah and his family are restarting society on the earth. And God wants to give them rules and regulations for starting society. And what does he say? He starts out in, in Genesis chapter 9, verse 6, Whoever sheds the blood of man, by man shall his blood be shed. Wow, that's a powerful truth. Why? Because there's so many people that think, well, if, if God wanted them dead, he'd kill them. I, I don't know why anyone would believe that. There's no verse of scripture that where God says, if I want somebody dead, I'll kill him. <laughs> it's quite the opposite. God says, it's your society. It's your decision whether you want to have a safe society or an unsafe society. I'm telling you how to have a safe society. If man sheds the blood of man, by man shall his blood be shed. If, if God was killing criminals today, as soon as somebody you know, shot somebody with a gun or stabbed somebody with a knife, the police would show up and there would be the two dead bodies, the one that the murderer killed and then the murderer laying dead beside him. But that's not the way it works. God said it's our responsibility to carry out the death penalty and we need to do it. If I'm also right that the Bible strongly supports the death penalty, we ought to see it in a number of places. So we start in Exodus. You know, it was Exodus chapter 20 where we read, Thou shalt not murder, the sixth commandment. So in Exodus 21, starting in verse 12, what do we read? Anyone who strikes a man and kills him shall surely be put to death. If a man schemes and kills another man deliberately, put him to death. There's the book of Exodus. What about the book of Leviticus? Is it any different? No, we go to Leviticus chapter 24. If anyone takes the life of a human being, he must be put to death. Pretty clear. What about the book of Numbers? Moses wrote all five books of the, of the first five books of Moses. The book of Numbers, starting in chapter 35, if a man strikes some with an, with an iron object so that he dies, he's a murderer. The murderer shall be put to death. And then it goes on to talk about a person killing with a wooden object or a stone object or other things. You know, the book of Numbers says put people to death. What about Deuteronomy? You know, here's Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy says, 
If a man, this is chapter 19, verse 11, if a man hates his neighbor and lies in wait for him, assaults and kills him, and then it goes on to talk about, and then runs away, you go get him and you bring him back, show him no pity, you must purge from Israel the guilt of innocent blood. Wow. So you, you and then it goes on to say, so that it may go well with you. <laughs> wow. You mean you put this, this evil person to death so that it may go well with you? Yes. That's my point. See, the death penalty is affirming of life. And if we're going to have a safe society, then we've got to obey God and do what he says. And frankly, we don't live in a safe society today. We live in a society that's, that's very unsafe. And it's unsafe because we don't obey God and do what God said to do. Now, if I'm right about the death penalty then not only did we read doctrinally where the death penalty was a part of God's commandments, but then the great men of God should have carried out the death penalty. Doesn't that make sense? Did they? Sure. Yeah. Moses, in the book of Numbers, and you can read the record, starting in Numbers chapter 15, verse 32, Moses put a criminal to death. Joshua, in Joshua chapter 7, did Joshua put somebody to death? Absolutely. There was a man named Achan, and he sinned in such a manner that 36 men died as a result. And what happened? In Joshua chapter 7, verse 25, all Israel stoned him. They stoned him to death. They, they executed him. Why? 36 men were dead because of what this man did. So, they, so Joshua made sure he put him to death. What about David? David's called a man after God's own heart. David executed Rechab and Baana because they murdered a man named Ishbosheth. So for for the sin of murder, David, a man after God's own heart, executed these two men. See, they didn't these great men, Moses, Joshua, David, Samuel was one. You know, they didn't read the, the law of Moses and say, Oh, we're not supposed to execute criminals. Quite the opposite. They read the law of Moses and said, We are supposed to execute criminals. Well, what about the New Testament? Does the New Testament change things? No, not really. and Not at all, in fact. In 1 Timothy 1.8, Scripture tells us, we know that the law is good if one uses it properly. Well, what's the proper use of the law? We read it in its context. We understand what it says to do and that we use it. And here's the New Testament that says, we know the law is good if one uses it properly. Sure. Well, then, you know, then I've had people say, but John, the death penalty is so harsh. And I'd like to read from a commentary on Exodus by James Jordan, because I think there's a good answer to that. And he says, you know, he gets questions too, says, says James Jordan. Some of these laws are so harsh. He says, perhaps to our modern ears, they seem harsh. But we must be careful not to accuse God of sin. He gave these laws. Surely they reflect his goodness. Yeah, that's right. You know, man, we didn't invent these. This is revelation from God about how to run a society. God created mankind. Then God gives us his word to tell us how to live. And he says, you better put criminals to death if you're going to have a safe society. It's social self-defense. And we don't have a safe society because we disobey what God has told us to do. 
Well, we're going to look at, uh, then there's some questions about what about things like turn the other cheek, and there's some questions on difficult verses. We're going to look at those in another video.